so the gym owner will, will pick the events. Uh, I'd say generally five events is yeah. what it's going to be. Um, and um, the numbers, uh, we've been given a heap of spreadsheets and data from Mason to help us to dictate these numbers. Um, and uh, there is variance in them because some of, you know, you can't track every event there ever was, mm. but um, trying to give it so there isn't uh, massive fluctuations. They're similar enough, but they're going to gonna be gradually increasing towards that. Uh, that qualifier we want people to come and do their events there we want to work with coaches like say yourself um round about wa where their athletes can come play with the equipment it saves the other gyms buying it we've got it all there um and also move through we're looking at bringing kids into strongman we're bringing general pop to try and get them involved more in it so we're really our our customer bases um everyone that wants to come in and move different strange strongman objects that's what we're trying to do. Welcome back to the Strength Institute, everybody. We have two guests today, down from uh, down from three, but uh, we have Ben from Power to Empower Gym in Coburn. Yes, yes. Coburn, yeah, perfect. And Dave from Optimal Fitness, also here in Joondalup, joining me. Yep, that's it. We were going to have Dan from Southwest Strength in Bunbury joining us as well. But Dan's a fire, uh, firefighter and has been out all weekend fighting fires in Jerry, and so couldn't make it today. Um, but a bit of an interesting podcast we're going to put on today, guys. We're talking about sort of the future uh, of Strongman and WA. There are definitely some changes that have been happening um, from this year and previous years. And moving forward, there's going to be a bit of a new structure. So I'm pretty excited to get stuck in and, and see, what, uh, see what it's all about. Yeah. So thanks for jumping on, guys. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having us. Um, I guess before we, before we get stuck into how things are changing, can we talk a bit about your guys' gyms, um, how you got started in, into Strongman and everything like that? Maybe Ben, do you want to jump in first? Yeah, so uh, I run Power to Empower in Coburn Central. Uh, we're a strength and conditioning gym. We do strongman, powerlifting, that sort of thing. Uh, we've been open for coming on five years. Um, and I myself got into strongman in sort of end of 2018. Um, started playing around in static monsters comps and did some of uh, Dan Macri's early um, uh, novice comps uh, through WA Strongman back then. Back when he was still running um, yeah, the show, yeah. when he was running the gig. And uh, yeah, and... That's sort of where I've been. I've had injuries along the way that have pulled me out a little bit from competing. But um, yeah, now I just love organizing events and throw my hat in the ring every now and then. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, we're obviously going to get stuck into um, talking about the events that, that you've been putting on as well. But um, uh, your gym, is it a not-for-profit? Yeah, so we're a not-for-profit. So, uh, you know, all the membership money that comes in after we pay the bills goes to uh, sponsoring children through Compassion. Um, we do big sleeping bag appeals during the winter. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the reason we started the gym was a, a vessel for our not-for-profit. So, is, yeah. is that been something you've been involved in in a while? For yeah, a while. So, uh, before starting the gym, um, myself and my wife were in South Sudan and Uganda managing an orphanage there. Um, we were there for uh, about a year and a half, um, and then came back and decided to start something. Um, that could generate money for different charities we like to work with. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so it's been open for how long now, Power to Empower? Uh, five years in January. Five years uh, in January. Yeah. Awesome. We just had our fourth birthday uh, party just in Christmas here. Very so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. all good. Um, and Dave, you've uh, opened up your shop just yeah. down the road, mate. Uh, some stiff competition for me. Oh, we don't <laughs> no. like to look like that. No, yeah. no, no. It's all a big family <laughs> and, um, and and it's good, slightly different niches anyhow. But um, yeah. no, you opened up a great facility just down the road, Optimal Fitness. Yeah. And um, do you want to talk about it a little bit about yeah, your gym basically so we we were a golf facility and um we found that the gym out the back was taking over the actual golfers so we decided to put something in together basically take all the golf equipment out and uh, make a whole gym um so i had a massive thing for strongman 
I hated going to the gym, but I love strongmen. So we decided to go down the route of getting in the equipment, um, pushing that side of it. Um, we're not really the difference between sort of what you guys are doing. We are specifically strongmen. We want the strongman equipment. We want people to come and do their events there. We want to work with coaches like say yourself, um, run about WA where their athletes can come play with the equipment. It saves the other gyms buying it. We've got it all there. Um, and also move through, we're looking at bringing kids into Strongman. We're bringing General Pop to try and get them involved more in it. So we're really, our, our customer base is, um, everyone that wants to come in and move the different strange Strongman objects, that's what we're trying to do. We're, um, and push them out to the different coaches in different places. Which is which is great because um, Strongman equipment is big, takes up a lot of space, it's expensive a lot of the time. Um, and so it's not a lot of those, you know, I actually guess 10 years ago, you're not going to find any strongman equipment in gyms. You might find a fat bar somewhere or a pair of farmers, but like you couldn't, you had to go and custom get logs yeah. made. Um, now you can just go to any number of places and, you know, obviously varying degrees of, of quality, but you can yeah. get this stuff now. Yeah. It's available um, in saying that it is, you know, it's a big expense to sort of invest in all these sort of things. So yeah. it's very handy, especially for even with, with Megan on some of the things, the big apparatuses, yeah. it's just like for a small gym like this, I can't justify, you know, getting something yeah. of like this really big in, um, that takes away from you know what we're trying to do in here as exactly, well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's been really handy to be able to send her down the road as and well. You know, it's it's one of those things as well. We're also looking at um, we're also working with people for, with kids' equipment. So uh, I've got a group of ten between nine and twelve year old girls that just love strongman. Yeah. So we're we're now working with manufacturers to manufacture kids' equipment so we can actually put on classes for kids and get them competing. Um, Dan run a novice comp where we had two kids actually go head to head with each other. They pulled some great weights. They had a lot of fun. Uh, we just, it was just love. It was really good to see and yeah. see the sport being pushed through from a young age up. It is great. And it's a little bit innovative there as well, because a lot of places, you know, it's, it's hard to cater when you're talking strength sports. Yeah. It's hard to cater to children who inherently aren't strong yet. No. So. And we haven't got them lifting they're not lifting ridiculous weights or anything. No, like that. of course. No, they're, they're, everything's everything's weights that they can handle. We're not hurting their bodies. We're not doing anything like that. We you know, we get a lot of feedback from the negative people out there that right. come back and say kids shouldn't be doing this. Can, well, kids are having fun. Right. They are pressed. The the equipment looks like it should be heavy. Yeah. But it's actually not. Yeah, exactly. It, Especially if you're getting things custom yeah. made up, you can yeah be, exactly. So. Nah. Oh, that's good. I think that's really uh, yeah. really good to be getting into you know, kids. Um, we always preach here to all of our clients that that being strong is always a good thing. Yeah. You know, whether you're young or you're old or anywhere in between, um, being weak is the issue, right? Yeah, yeah. So as long as you can find a safe way to do things, you know, that's um, I think a great exactly. thing. Safe and fun. That's what we try and bring to it up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Good. Um, so let's let's sort of divert into sort of the meat and potatoes of it all, which is which is there's some changes coming, um, especially in 2023. And my knowledge is limited. I was actually going to have a podcast with Mason over Zoom um, before I left for the US. There was some flooding over East, so we, he had to cancel. But we're going to get that scheduled up at some point. Um, so this is going to fill me in on a, a lot of stuff that's happening <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. And I missed his trip over here, which was a, a bummer. I would have liked to have uh, yeah. caught up with him in person. Oh, he never ended up coming. So we just did, yeah. we just did Zoom stuff. Okay, so, yeah. there you go. Yeah, perfect. Didn't miss too much. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough then. Um, and uh, yeah, so basically how it, I guess, used to work was, you know, Way back in the day when I was competing in 2010, there was a strength quest, which yep. was there was four events 
all the different states could run any competition with any number of events. But as long as they had these four events, it was like a yoke, a farmer carry, a max log, and a max deadlift. Um, they would then enter those results for their athletes to the guy, Bill Linden, who went to World Strongest Man a few times back in the day, and he was running the Strength Quest series. Um, and the top, uh, you know, X amount of people would get invited across to Australia's Strongest Man. Um, it's been a little bit different from that recently. And there's been a few different federations, promoters, I'm not sure what yep. you'd want to call it. Um, but basically, uh, some competitions would qualify you for other events that you could then sort of work your way up to. Yep. So in the past, I know that um, WA Strongman had some qualifying events and ASA had some qualifying, qualifying events down south yep. um, for different things because there was Australia's Strongest, which is sort of, um, and I could be mistaken, taking over as sort of the, the leading Strongman Federation in Australia, would you say? Yeah, I would say there's still, yeah, there's still, ASA are still quite prominent, but yeah. um, they would be the two major. Yeah, so ASA and AS, yeah. right? Australian Strongman Alliance and Australia Strongest. And Mason, at least with Australia Strongest, he's been really ramping up the competitions yeah, yeah. with these international invite shows, pro shows, um, Australia Strongest, the middleweight series. I think he's putting on a lightweight series. Um, yeah. So he's really stepping up the game in terms of competitions here. Yeah. So what was a bit confusing and convoluted was how you qualify for all these different events. <laughs> so do you guys want to sort of dive into how it's been in the past and what's sort of looking like it's changing to moving forward? Yeah, Yeah. I am. I can go on by last year because I was trying to qualify last year. So what happened is in WA here, we had to go through WA Strongman. We had to do a qualifier. If you came top two, three in that qualifier, you then went on to the state finals, yep. and then you had to top one or two in the state finals, qualified to go over to the Australia's Strongest Man. Yep. That's how the pathway seemed to be last year. I don't know what was the few years before, which it was a bit confusing because you had people didn't know if they needed to be, um, how many events they needed to do beforehand or where it is. So that's the way... I think it was last year. I'm not sure of what's been yeah, the change a bit before with the changing of the Arnold's was a yeah. was a big one when when uh, when Dan Macri used to run things. Yeah. You qualify yourself for the Arnold Sports Fest, which I don't know. That's that's all sort of changed now. But, yeah. Um, yeah. You know that used to sort of still be the that yeah. pathway through there. Uh, and similar thing, you would qualify, but the difference was there was a wild card system, yeah. so you would be able to drag a few more athletes into the finals, um, which broadened it up a bit for those who may have been competing internationally or coming from different sports. Um, it was quite good, the wildcard system, I think, for that. Yeah. Um, so basically, as moving forward now, what, what's happened is um, Mason, Australia's strongest, reached out to us a few months back. Um, being we buy the equipment from him and we've got the gyms, we're probably in communication with him quite a lot. Yeah, I guess it's important to say, I guess, for people listening that Mason yes. not only runs Australia's Strongest, he also runs um, uh, Standard Submit, submit yeah. which make all the premium sort of strongman yeah, equipment yeah, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And he ships them off to around the world as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He supplied some of the equipment for some of the biggest shows in the world. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. very good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so. yeah so he, uh, he, he sort of reached out to all of us together and um, was looking at a few different options for pathways to it. Seem we were all gym owners and we were predominantly strongman gyms. And um, from there, it sort of moved on and we are where we are today, where he, he's come up with a national um, competition schedule of how, how he wants the novice, how he wants the free-for-all competitions to be run, how he wants the qualifiers 
for Australia's strongest man, Australia's strongest international to be run. And he sort of pitched that to us when he was meant to be here, but we did it over over Skype. And um, yeah, we we ended up all agreeing and jumping on with it. But uh, yeah, that's how sort of it came about. Right. And I, I think it's important to say as well, and I'm not sure of all the details, but WA Strongman, they don't no longer have the qualifying... Not for, for AS. Not no, for Australia's Strongest. No, that's, that's changed yeah. there. Okay. I'm not sure of the movements of WA Strongman, but that this is the major change that we're aware of, yeah. is that we, we're running these ones here. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's just going to be spread between your three gyms, Power to Empower, Optimal Fitness, and Southwest Strength. Yeah. Yep. yep. Which is good because you have then northern suburbs, you have Coburn, which is you know south of the river, and you have Bunbury, which is you know quite down down south, which is important because there's some really strong guys and girls down, um, down south that yeah. have to travel a long way up here. And it sort of gives the options then to have multiple sort of platforms to compete against. For sure. Yeah. And that's one of the one of the main reasons we're working through it. And the even the timing of the competitions and how we've done it, how we've sat down and we've given sort of a few months, we'll go into the scheduling in a minute, but we've we've looked at the calendar and we've made it so the timing between the events are enough time that athletes compete can compete in them all if they want or yeah. they can pick one we're not back up to each other or anything like right that. and i guess that's an, important to touch on too because i guess what wa strongman was trying to do as well and i think with some a degree of um success yes, it was, was to run more competitions yeah. um to sort of which is well good and bad we can get into both yeah. one is getting eyes on the sports getting new people into the sport um but when you start having you know two three four qualifiers, you've got novice comps running in, you've got states. Well, if you start to try to get into other competitions, so if there was only one promoter, then that's fine. You want as many comps as you yeah. can sort of get into. But when there's multiple promoters or if people aren't agreeing with how they're running things, um, that then can become a bit of a hurdle. Um, so, for example, Static Monsters this year, which, Ben, you you um, have run the last two years? Yeah, myself and Nav. Uh, have run, run it, the, but from Power and to Empower? Yeah, from our gym, yeah. So, two years ago, there was a heap of competitors in it. Yep. Do you remember how many? Probably 28, 30, something 28, like 30? Yeah, yeah. And this year, there was only about 12, I think, yeah, right? Yeah. About it was 12? It supposed to be about 16. We had a few pull out. Yeah. yeah. But the very next week was WA States. Yeah. So you have the the top-level guys that are trying to become the state champion yep. um, and get you know pathways forward, not competing because they're worried about pulling something or getting injured or just being fatigued. It's obviously yeah, not yeah. smart to yeah. compete the week before you're trying to win states, exactly right. um, which is an issue. So, so how have you guys come about sort of organizing a schedule between you where we can get the competitions in because it's important to have variety, but not stepping on each other's toes where, where it's going to be a hindrance? Yeah. So like when we set up our schedule for the year, um, a lot of it, obviously, we get our info from Mason when when, uh, when other states are doing their uh, state qualifying competitions, when the finals are going to be, things like that. Uh, we put in things like Static Monsters isn't one that's easy to change because it happens worldwide, so it's set on that weekend date. So that one's kind of a no-mover. No um, and then you know you spread the others between there. Uh, and before anyone looks at doing a competition, uh, we can discuss you know which dates are going to work best, uh, at what level will that, be, that competition be, so it can step into further competitions. Um, the issues we've had the last few years has been timing with that sort of stuff. I mean, even the year before when we had those more competitors, um, there was a Highland Games comp, um, a stone lifting comp on the same weekend. So we lost a couple of competitors to that too. Um, yeah. But that's something that, you know, there's there's so many shows. Um, there's a crossover with powerlifting too, where if people are getting ready for powerlifting events, they also compete in strongman. They've got to figure out their calendars. There's that many powerlifting federations, as we know as well. So yeah. it just becomes every weekend there's going to be something on. Right. But 
how do we space it so that those specifically in strongman uh, are going to be able to have a nice uh, pathway and stepping stones forward so that we don't have wasted competitions. We don't have uh, too much confusion with right. what should I be doing this month. And so it's, um, I guess the question I have next is, is with WA Strongman, they, um, they are sort of were promoting themselves as, you know, this is the WA sort of group of the cohort and we're going to get the pathway. When it's coming from multiple gyms, how does that get set? Is I mean, because we can't have three state championships, you know, one run at each gym. So yeah. are you guys planning on running comps like state championships or or is it just literally this comp is going to qualify you for this event and sort of so on like that? No. So basically the our competitions that we've got at our gyms are independent of the qualifiers. Yeah. So you do not have to do any of our events to put your name in the hat for the qualifier. Yeah. So the qualifier is going to be run completely independence run by the three of us but it's not at any of our gyms yeah it's uh basically you put your name in you're in the qualifier right um and that's how uh, there's no qualification to get to the qualifier right so there's no that date is set i think the dates are out now we can yeah so i think that uh we can pretty much release wa's dates anyway so uh, as far as our calendar goes currently the setup they wanted us to have was uh, a novice and a free-for-all, which is the new term for intermediate, I guess. Or they're saying that there is no intermediate. You're just you're just strong men and women. Yep. So we have a novice category and a free-for-all at our February 26th comp at our gym. Yep. Um, we've got the same again, but it's the, the tier two uh, weights. So the comps of, of free-for-all will progressively get harder throughout the year. Okay. Um, and that'll be novice again and free-for-all on yeah, that second comp. June 12th. June 12th. Uh, and then the third comp it will be down south uh, with Dan. That'll be the tier three. Um, another stepping stone forward to seeing towards those qualifying weights. The qualifying weights for ASM are still going to be quite difficult, but at least it's a progression forward. Right. And that is... Uh, August, end of August. Um, end of August, yeah keyed in date yet but yeah it's gonna be okay so february june august? August, august yeah okay and then the uh state qualifier well the, the qualifier for asm uh is going to be the last weekend of the royal show at the royal show oh great yeah. so, okay and that'll be anybody enters um and uh, yeah top, so top any top. anyone enters they ha- don't have to do any of the other three events nope. Nope. no anybody can enter they anybody have, to have an enter. as membership but that's the same for these other competitions as okay well. And so that's part of it as well as trying to get sort of like a national sort of uh, association, yeah, association federation that sort of overlooks everything, which is what Australia's strongest yep. AS is trying to do. Yep. So you get an AS membership, um, and then as long as you have that membership, you can just go into the quality, just put your name in, pay yep. your entry fee, yep. and you're good to go. Good 100%, to go. Yeah. Okay. And that opens up um, WA is a bit of a, a hub for people that wants to come internationally to try and do it, or nationally as well. Um, also, we've got together, which has been a lot of uh, online meetings with people, but um, we know there's a qualifier every month of the year throughout Australia, yeah. every location. Okay. So there's, I think it's seven or eight qualifiers, and they're held on different months. So. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if uh, someone from WA missed out, so when's November, did you say? October. The Royal Show? October? Uh, October is the Royal Show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if someone misses out, but there's a qualifier in South Australia in November. They can, they go, can go there and, and have yeah, a crack at it. And yeah. they don't need to do any qualifiers to, to make the qualifier. Make qualifier. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they just pay their money, go across, jump into it. Yeah. Um, there's also, it leads on a little bit from there. So the top two will qualify in each weight division. They'll qualify for ASM. Yeah. Um, what will happen 
is... Can I, can I just get some clarification yeah. on one thing as well? Because I'm not sure exactly how that works, right? So you're saying the top two in each weight class qualify for ASM, Australia's Strongest Man yeah, and, um, women, or, yeah. and Woman, right? Yeah. But is that differing from the um, like uh, ASMS, so the Australian um, Australia's Strongest Middleweight Series, for example? Like, So Megan um, is the under 82 kilo yeah. champ yeah. Um, for the ASMS. But she could also go across, you know, if she qualifies and compete for Australia's Strongest Woman, which is the open weight. Yep. So when you're saying you qual- this qualifier will qualify for all the weight classes, is that qualification into the middleweight series, into the lightweight series, or if you're heavyweight, into the Australia's Strongest Man or Woman? Yeah, that's yeah. basically, yeah, They're trying to synergize it. So that perfect. If, um, like if you were a heavyweight uh, this year, you would qualify for ASI and ASM. Yeah. Um, and then the middleweights, they've obviously taken out in the future, they're taking out a few of those middleweight series comps and trying to combine them into the qualifying comps. So if you win the under 90 males, you'll qualify for ASM and the middleweight series. Okay. Um, so you're, you know, you're still, you're not having to try and, because we didn't have a middleweight series qualifier in WA. No, and I've brought this so. up on, on a past podcast, which is yeah. very frustrating because between Naramu and Megan, we yeah, had, we had 50%. Um, there's only four four winners, and yep, we have yep. two of them in WA. We didn't even get a qualifier this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. think that's the reason they've changed these, just so that you know you can you can still have that qualifying spot, uh, especially for those guys because they're competing internationally too. They don't have that much time in the year to, right. between OSG and these other things to do travel over east, do a qualifier, travel over later, do the middleweight series then do the state final here then do you know the, yeah uh, spend it's something that megan is actually having to do this year she's um well she's back from osg yep. and she's doing um the uh international uh show ASI, yeah. um asi but then she's also has to go back a second time and qualify for the asms yep. um the middleweight series which yep. is just you know it's just all these comps sort of piling up yep. so it would be uh, very nice to be streamlined yeah. then yeah yeah so okay. it seems to be matching it up and it's one of the things as Mason will tell you himself is they they've learned from mistakes over the past couple of years and they've learned from not mistakes trials yeah and it's trialing that's making sure and you're never going to keep every athlete happy but what they've got is I think they've got a real good mix at the minute and it should it should work well um, with regards to qualifiers um, being the bigger shows and even the novice and free-for-all, the fact that we're building up the weights. Yeah. The other thing that gives us is as promoters, we would say, or yep. we can then see people's progress over the years. And if it comes to the state qualifiers for going over to ASM, we can tap a couple of people on the shoulder and say, hey, you did really well in the last comp. Why do you not put your name in for this? To come and do it because a lot of people find the qualifiers intimidating because right. they see the likes of your Naramus, your Megans in there, and they may not. Oh well, we're not going to do it. We want to try and open it up and say, well, there's every opportunity for you guys to do it. You've hit weights here. Yeah, we think you'll do quite well. Mm. So it gives us a bit of a pathway to keep records of people's weights and competitions that they've done, events that they've done, events they're good at, and it gives us a chance to see that as well. Yeah, great. Creates a bigger pool of athletes to. To feed into those, I mean, um, you know, there. How many competitors were at the um, WA Strongman final this year? Twenty, approximately twenty something. Twenty something, you know. Um, which you know, we want to build on those kind of numbers. We want it to be more than that. We want to have. You know, I think there was five women competing. We want to have way more than that. That was yeah, quite disappointing because I know that during the year they actually had quite a few yeah. women yep. um, jumping yep. in and competing yep. and. I think there was no one in the 82 kilo weight class. There was one in the opens. There was three in the 62, yeah, yeah, 64s, whatever it is. Um, 
And that means it must have only been one or two in the 70s. Yeah, I think yeah or none at all. I think it was a total of five in the end. Total so, of five. Yeah, which, um, you know, for one reason or another, that's how it's worked out. But, you know, what can we do to, to make sure that there is those categories filled, you know? Yeah. Um, and is it a timing thing like, you know, other events on, you know? Like there was... Um, I think it was uh, Sophie from here. Yep, she Sophie. did statics and then she did the... Yeah, yeah, she's the little animal. So, she did everything. So she did the one weekend after another, you know. Yeah. So there's not that many people who are going to want to do that. Yeah, um, no, she went back to back. And she did a, she had a great showing at stage. Yeah, she yeah, gave yeah, Josie a yeah. run for her money, which, yeah, is, uh, which, yeah. was, which was good to see. Yeah, I don't know too many people that are going to go back to back like that. I yeah. lie in bed for about a month. After yeah, I think yeah. she really enjoyed Static Monsters so much. She's playing... Because you got an invite to Static Monsters Worlds. Fantastic. And yeah, uh, yeah. She's, she's playing going over to, to the UK, UK next year to have a crack. Wicked, very Yeah, it would be good fun. I think one of the things as well, just jump back a bit to our calendar so we've we've been told that we've had to get all our dates in by december yeah so we had to get all our dates for our comps and there so i think it gives athletes a chance to sit down with their coaches now and go okay this is the comps it's on we don't we're, we're even starting to release events now as well for those comps right so you're going to know the events six months before the events actually start. And are you guys sort of following a, a format that's going to be replicated like for each competition? So like, is it always going to be five events or four events? Is it, you know, I would say five up events, to the discretion yeah. of whoever's putting yeah. it on? Yeah, so the gym owner will, will pick the events. Uh, I'd say generally five events is yeah. what it's going to be. Um, and um, the numbers, uh, we've been given a heap of spreadsheets and data from Mason to help us to dictate these numbers. Um, and uh, there is variance in them because some of, you know, you can't track every event there ever was, but mm. um, trying to give it so there isn't uh, massive fluctuations like, you know, a deadlift being, you know, 60 kilos higher at one competition than the other and then, then it drops again, you know, so that people right. have, um, they're similar enough, but they're going to they're gonna be gradually increasing towards that uh, that qualifier. Yeah. And so, and, and that's just done gradually. There's no, no set, you know, 50% for the for the novice, 60, 70, 80%, no, no. no? And because the events are changing, so, you know, that you could pick absolutely anything you wanted as an right. event. Um, there could be, you know, nothing the same events in the next competition. Um, so there wouldn't be a, an exact measurement. Right. Um, I think there's around about 35 events on the spreadsheet that we've got yeah. with weights for every category, novice, all the way up. Yeah. So the spreadsheets are decent size. Um, and two of my events for February are not on there at all. So that's stuff I've obviously got to right. test with athletes in my gym, you know, feel it out a bit and then put the uh, the numbers in. Uh, yeah. So yeah, okay. The, the key thing is to give as many of the athletes and coaches enough time for them to choose their competition. Yeah. Um, enough time to prepare for it and get ready for it, which I don't think has been happening in the past, um, as I say, I think with some of the competitions, it's, it automatically comes up. It's, oh, we've got 12 weeks. Yeah, We've got 14 weeks to know when this date is. Um, so it's trying to do that. As I say, there's nothing wrong with the way it's been done in the past. It's just we're trying to give, with the more competitions in WA, we just want it to be, along with Australia's strongest, is to make sure that everyone's got their dates out there so people can know what they're doing, people can plan if they want to go over east, if they want to stay here, yeah. whatever it wants to do. So. Well, no, I like the idea that I like the idea that it's, it's four comps, basically. One at each gym and yeah. then the big one yeah. um, at the Royal Show. Yeah. Because, you know, that's a that's plenty of time to be able to train yeah. um, sort of in between if you want to do all three, all four, and saying that you, you could just do yeah. the, the final one. Yeah. Um, are you worried at all that um, 
you're going to get every man and his dog throwing their name in the hat for a qualifier and it's just going to push out sort of the logistics of trying to run a competition. So like, you know, if you're um, like Megan competing at OSGs, you know, yeah. they had, she had 20 something competitors in a, in a class. I'm not saying that we have that sort of pull and strong man here yeah. in, in WA, but you know, what if you get just a heap of people like, yep, we all want to jump in and have a crack at this. I mean, do you have time slots you have to work in, you know, with the Royal Show, I'm assuming, and, yeah, and those do. sort of um, sort um, of logistical problems? I think that's where having, like, multiple gym owners and, you know, having access to, you know, doubles, triples, you know, of pieces of equipment, we can run, like, similar to Worlds. They had so many lanes running, you know, like Viking Press 4, different Viking Press things, you know. Yeah. Like, Mason will help us with those things too if, we, yeah. if we're suddenly getting, you know that many people right, right. to a comp that's a great problem to have it is a great problem 100 we'll yeah. tackle it yeah there's no reason why we couldn't have 10 athletes per weight class at a qualifier or right more. um it's just a matter of you know we get the events out and the interest early and to be fair these weights will be very hard that's that's how it's going to be um the standard is trying to be lifted per state as well um you know issue that did arise was the qualifying weights not being tough enough to match the ASM standard. This is so, one of the issues that, that people have had um, issue with. Yep. So like I think Max um, had said, or he wasn't competing in certain WA Strongman events yep. because the weights weren't at a level where they were going to qualify him for ASM yep. anyhow. Yeah, yeah. So and there wasn't a minimum to be able to hit, and that's Max isn't the only one who's had the issue. No, there was there's multiple people. That's just yeah, a name that jumps yeah. straight into yeah, my head. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Multiple yeah. people. He's very vocal about it. Yes, right. <laughs> <He can't be. laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, fair enough. We need people to be that way. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's the the idea. So I don't know if we're going to have that issue where if we do and the people actually can lift the weights, we're going to have a bloody strong state. Um, mm. And that's great. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out how we're going to fit those people in. Yeah. Again, multiple gym owners, the backing of Standard Submit and Mason to provide equipment. Yeah. Um, we'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. The other, the other point with that as well is it also works the other way. If you're on, if you're getting your membership for Australia's Strongest, you may as well jump into more than one competition to get the value for your money because do we know what that what that costs to go to $120 for a membership for the year for yep. Australia's strongest membership and that then gets you access to these four comps any comps that are run around yep. the nation and yep. if you qualify Australia's strongest um, you know ASM any of those sort of comps too there's yeah. also obviously an entry fee onto that as well per competition yeah. per yep. competition but one of the things that we're looking at doing is being the gyms as a few weeks out a few months out from the competition we're going to start offering um, sessions at the gym where people novice can come and try the equipment before the comp they can check the weights they can do this so that's going to fall um, you're going to get discounts on that for your membership with AS as well yeah. so the fact that they can with their membership it may cost them X amount to come into a gym try the equipment see if it's for them see if they can build their weights and things like that so just a way to get people involved in strongman through the AS route and the membership, giving you discounts and different things as well. Yeah. Um, also gives us a chance to look at um, competitors as they come in, seeing what weights they get. We don't want somebody that's 18 years old, thinks they can do a 450 kilo yoke on their back and us have it at qualifiers, and he comes into the gym and he can barely pick up an empty yoke. Yes, We'll be tapping them on the shoulder and saying, hey, maybe just have another year of trying the, the, the novice and the things like that. So yep. it works both ways with having the competition, having the actual data of what people are lifting in competition, what they're doing as well. You know, we're not going to stop people from putting their name down, but we may say, hey, 
we think just you need yeah, a the little, standard's not quite we, there we, yet. we need a bit more time yeah yeah, yeah. we provide enough competitions with enough different levels i think people um after attempting some of these sessions and things like that um they can calibrate themselves a little bit pretty well as well as long as they've had an attempt if you've never picked up a yoke before you won't know what you're going to be able to do anyway so no exactly you might as well at least have the chances to try those things uh like for our february 26 comp we're going to have a six-week block leading into that on saturday mornings where uh any anyone can come down and each week we'll try a different event we'll go through some teaching we'll set it all up so they can have a go on the equipment that will be used at competition in yeah. the same location and even at the end of that six weeks, there's still time if you haven't registered to register or, you know, make your decisions based on that. Yeah, I, I do. I must say, I really like the idea of not having to qualify for the qualifier. Yep. Um, just it's not so much a problem with people that are newer to the sport or less experienced or haven't already qualified for those sort of levels. But for your high level athletes like Josie's, like Megan's, um, people over East at Naramu, for example, that are going to like OSGs, you know, the world's strongest. um, And they have to, you know, come back um, they're going to go world strongest. They have to do a qualifier for ASMS. They have to go try to win ASMS. Then they're going to come back and have to do a qualifier to then go to states. It's just a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hopefully this year for, for athletes like them, they could they could you know open up the beginning of their year as far as WA is concerned. They could just do the uh, raw show qualifier um, and then say that's this year, then leading into next year, that's qualified them for ASM middleweight series regarding those two. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that's the only comps they literally have to do in WA. Right. And that gets some entries to two next comps, which they want to be doing. Yeah. Um, OSG, you know, that's got that qualifier. But you said that they don't have to do it in WA, right? Like they can well, they go can do that anywhere. in a different yeah, state. Yeah. But as far as like, you know, simplicity is, yes, you know, yeah. they've only got to do one comp. And obviously, you know, for probably for, for Megan and Nah, it is easier to do that one in WA. Mm hometown um but they're not doing a a lighter weight comp as we know the qualifiers for them for their standard is quite light so they're going and doing pretty much a, a light training day when they used to do a qualifier for the state final right it it's it is a it seems like a waste of time for them yeah um, they should be they're pretty much on pro level they should be just getting an automatic invite anyway if that's yes. the case yeah um, yeah yeah no that's good and there's also nothing stopping them jumping into the free for all as well if they want to yeah off the cobwebs yeah. and yeah just usually we're already using them up for things sure. now we're <laughs> commentating our next comp megan's and, uh, been loading loading plates or yeah, spotting sometimes yeah, every exactly, time again yeah. i see a picture of her just sort of like scouring behind someone like look at it looking this log technique is a good technique you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we we try and drag those top athletes down to the i mean have to drag them they come anyway but, oh they love know, it coming yeah. to the competitions because that's that's the people that they, they get seen on instagram if you're gonna if you're looking to get into strongman and you start searching up people yep. competing they're the ones you're going to see from wa oh, so 100%. if they're commentating the event that you're in and they're saying your name that's a pretty exciting part yeah. of it you know yeah absolutely yeah. i think that's pretty uh pretty exciting the other one thing it's worth mentioning as well is top two qualify if you come third in wa and you maybe come third in let's say queensland throughout the year there's a wild card spot for you as well right so if you've done there's like a going to be a point system there or however they're working it. i'm not we're not 100 sure yet but if you qualify, say you go to Queensland, you come third. You go to WA, you come third. There'll be, let's say, X amount of points. You may get that wild card spot. Right. A bit tougher for the WA athletes because we may have to travel yeah, two exactly. or three times. But it gives that two wild card spots for other people for going along. If there are, you know, we could have an influx of people from the Eastern states and somebody that's been prepping for it the whole time here may miss out, but they can go to another comp, come third in that comp. 
depending where they're at, they may get that wild card spot as well. So it's another yeah little open path. And does that come down to just to, to Mason to pick the wild card? Is it just one wild card spot? Is there a few Is per there, weight class? I think there's two yeah. two per weight class because we're trying to get they're trying to get it up to I think sixteen athletes. Right? Sixteen athletes that qualify because they expect not to get them all. Yeah. Um so I think it's two per weight class and not not just down to Mason, it's down to how many events they've done, the positioning in that events and where they're at. So right. No, if you, it's if not a guarantee, but at least it's an opportunity. It's something. Yeah, yeah. You, it's something. You know, it's We've not got, written off, which is a great right. thing for you to, you know, it gives you more motivation mm. to then push into another state to try a comp because you go, it might not get me there, but at least it's worth doing. Yeah. It fills out their numbers. As you said, if we end up having a few less people in our weight classes, maybe people from over east are going to come here to try and get those extra spots and or just claim points towards this yeah, system. A of great example this year is, is Nav. Nav came second at Judgment Day. Yep. Um, Missed out on a spot there, so he went over to the east coast. Canberra. Came, yeah. came second yep. there, so he had two second places, and he's not qualified. Right. So it's like he's put in the offer. He's gone away. He's travelled to try and do it. Whereas chances are, after him doing that two qualifiers, coming second or whatever he did both, he would get that. Spot. And it was just because he wasn't qualified for states. States, yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he was qualifying able... comp. He wasn't able to do yeah. the WA states. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which that's again where the qualifying system can can let down the state. As I believe he would be our best representative alongside Max at uh, the final. Yeah, those two are like really um, sort of experienced heavyweight yeah. competitors there. Yeah. 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 That was his point because I remember he wasn't able to do the states, yeah. so he yep. yeah had to go um, over to yeah. Canberra there. So Boston, I didn't. Really, I haven't. Boston I haven't. Going to do and it's something that we we don't. It's great as an option if you have it, but if there is a comp in your state, there shouldn't be a reason why you shouldn't be allowed to do the comp. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But going forward, that point system would have given him the chance to get in there. So the that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. At least something. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, with us being a little bit later on in the year as well, we may get a couple of athletes to pad out especially the heavyweight division because mm. the heavyweight division in wa at the minute we had the most heavyweights at state finals this year but we need to we need to up the heavyweight division because ultimately that's what a lot of people are coming to watch and i think by having the open uh, category for them to come in we'll get some people coming in from over east maybe overseas and really build up the quality of that uh, that uh, category as well so. right how do you feel like this might impact how comps are run here in general in WA, right? So all of a sudden, WA Strongman doesn't have the qualifying power for these competitions, but they're still hosting, you know, WA Strongest Man, Strongest Woman, you know, state finals. Do you think there's going to be people leaving that? Do you think they're still going to get people going into that because it's these are the state finals and I want to be WA strongest man, strongest woman? How do you think like this sort of is this a little bit of separation? How do you yeah. think um, that's going to sort of uh, you know pan out? I think uh, this first year will be the confusing year, and you'll see, you know, the last few years we haven't had some of our best athletes compete in WA strongman anyway. We know that you know there's you can name the weight divisions. some of them still have for some weight divisions but half the weight divisions have been missing their best athletes so there's already been a bit of a pull away from there anyway i believe i think that this year will show it if we have some all the if we gain a lot of the best athletes come to our royal show um qualifier then you know others will see that and maybe they'll make the transition if those athletes then go and compete at um, the WA Strongman finals, um, then maybe it transitions the other way. I think it'll just be this is the year that's going to 
set the, the turn for that. I yeah, think, I think there's going to be a split with people that want to go and compete on a national level will come across and do the qualifier and go there. I, I think WA Strongman, with what they've done in the past couple of years, they've had a lot of athletes there. I think they're going to get their core group of athletes there, and we may have people that use their competitions as a jump up to come in and try and qualify to go over to States. But the way I look at it is we're doing this to grow strongman. Yeah. Whether there's the more competitions there are, the better for, for my case, because it's more exposure for people to be there. So I just think it's going to be number one, who wants to go over East and number two, there's more opportunities for more people to come across into strongman as well. So I, I'm not sure what they've got planned for this next year. Um, as I say, it's one of these things that I think the level, the athletes that want to go over east will go. Right. Will come I think there's going to be a bit of turmoil anyway. I think we were talking about it before because uh, Anthony and Jane, who've been running WA Strongman, have been working out of legendary lifting in the city, which yep. is no longer going to be re yep. renewing the lease. No, they're, they're, they're officially closed. Yeah. They're officially closed. Yeah. Have they set up shop somewhere else, to your knowledge? Not that I know of, no. There's word on the street, but nothing, is that nothing we have any information about. Yeah. Um, I think our best bet is to get our calendar out for the, the whole year the best we can yes. um, and hope that WA Strongman look at that calendar. I don't think they've put anything out yet and they release their events uh, appropriately spaced between them yeah. um, so that they can coexist um, or something like that. We, we had trouble the last two years trying to get synergy between all of the Strongman community running events. Um, we tried really hard. Yeah. We didn't get anywhere. Um, it has resulted in the changes that have been made now. That's, that's pretty much as simple as it gets. So yeah. hopefully, WA Strongman will fit in with us nicely. Then they're, you know, as Dave said, more Strongman comps, the better. But when people are putting things on the same weekend for the sake of it, that's when we're going to have issues. So, yeah, you know. it's it's frustrating. It's, it's, it's one of those things where variety is good yep. to a certain extent. Yep. But when people are stepping on each other's toes and there's clashes, it becomes not productive anymore yeah um yeah it's it's, it's, a, it's a problem that powerlifting's had for a long time yeah where <laughs> where there's just you know six thousand different federations yep. you know and you're like yeah i'm the aussie champ like oh for which one for gbc no for caper ipa yeah. like you know yeah, like which one oh, okay, i'm yeah. tested or oh, which apl or uh, P, yeah, you yeah. know apu or, or yeah, PA? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like oh god you know yeah, so um so when there's yeah. too many it's kind of frustrating but sure. at the moment i guess um with the, it's more so your, you know, your individual promoters and competition sort of organizers and runners under the umbrella of Australia's strongest. Yes. So it is sort of a, a united front between the three gyms, which sure. is which is nice. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, hopefully with a bit of luck, you know, WA Strongman do look at the calendar as well, and and everything is synergistic between you know all the different parties. Yeah. Especially when it comes down to equipment as well for the competitions. And I think between us, we've got twelve different logs. Um. So we can run. Do you need any spare? Because I've got a couple yeah, out there yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so knock on your door when we, if, if we, we get all we those yeah, yeah. people. If we on. added things like that, we start to become a bit more where we can run bigger comps. It's like IGA, you we know, you yeah. band together for yeah, buying yeah, power exactly. here, guys. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what we're doing. It's, uh, <laughs> so it's yeah, it works. It works. It's going to work quite well because one of the key things that we spoke about is the length of competitions. Strongman competitions tend to drag out for a hell of a long time. Geez, they take a long time sometimes. Yeah. And um, that is that is really a problem. Like I, uh, often I'll be at a competition like this needs to just hurry up. Hurry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm getting old and losing patience for yeah, things like yeah. that. So, 
Yeah. Three and a half hours is my sort of max right. concentration rate. So. Yeah. And so for Feb 26, we've got head-to-head -head components for all of our events. So there's no, there's never just, I think, our throw and grip medley, which is a fairly fast event as far as loading changeovers is very quick. Yeah. That's the only event that isn't head-to-head. -head. Um, so it doesn't matter the amount of competitors we get. We can have two going at once, which is a, a great excitement for, for people doing something. Mm. Um, but we've got the equipment because of the unity of gyms involved. So, right. you know, we don't have to worry about, oh, we've only got one of these or one of these. Like, no, we've got handfuls. Yep. So um, how many lanes do we want to run? If suddenly we get a crazy amount of competitors, we'll be running three lanes worth of it um, so that we're not there all day long um, dealing with that. We can get it done. Um, yeah. And yeah, people aren't, especially for spectators, that's the big thing. Competitors, you deal with it. Spectators and people they, running They the deal events. with it, but but in the end, like when things drag on, and, yeah. and this is what, you know, with Megan's uh, OSG comp, um, because they had to compress to, uh, the two, you know, qualifying days uh, into um, into one. Yeah. Uh, they got four people and like big weight, cl uh, big classes of people. And um, they start, you know, 8.30 in the morning and they finish at like 11 o'clock at night. You know, yeah. it's like, that's a long day. Obviously, it's not going to be as long as that, but yeah. no, but, but it wears on athletes. Yeah. And um, and yeah, you want to be in and out. It's one of the few things that powerlifting, well, not a few, one of the things that powerlifting does well is like, yeah. you know, bar is loaded. You got 60 seconds, get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the end of this, we're having a five minute break to, or eight minute break to change, take the monolift off. And once yeah. it's off, we're starting. And if you're not there, you're you're out. You miss yeah, it. You know yeah, exactly right. So um, that's good. I'm I'm glad to hear that there's going to yeah, be some like stringent. Yeah, you know, we're yeah. going to reel in these long days. Yeah. yeah. The other yeah. thing as well, a lot. Of, I think a lot of the time with the the strongman shows that I've been part of or seen, watched here, is the there's not. You, it's hard to get the equipment there to warm up because we've just had the one thing. Whereas we can now, you can warm up on the same weight, same equipment, same weight, same everything then go out and do your lift. Yeah. So we can have that equipment in the background, so it helps a little yeah. bit more. Are, are you, talk, like, if, so for your comps, you know, if you're, who's running the first one? You're running the first yeah, one? Powder, 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 um, yeah. If you're trying to do multiple things, are you bringing some of your equipment yeah, up? We'll so you are equipment. doing it as that combined, yeah, yeah, yeah effort. 100%. And yeah, 100%. And the same with down south. Dan will bring some stuff up if we need it as well. So yeah. basically, if you're warming up, you're going to be warming up on the same piece of equipment you're going to be lifting on. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's not that, used to be the fact that you were warming up on the uh, on the actual comp equipment, but then you've got to stop warming up for, say I was a heavyweight when I was competing, so I'd stop warming up for the lightweights to start. And then, you know, two hours later, I haven't touched a piece of equipment and then suddenly it's my turn to go. Right. And there's nothing on the side, um, which, you know, um, it's not always the case depending on what the event is, but we want to make it that every event has the ability to warm up on the sides. Yeah. Um, at least running those comps out of gyms is always great because you've got equipment at the gym there anyway. So... You've got some dumbbells, you've got something there. Uh, and for the Royal Show Comp, we're going to be taking a lot of stuff down so that there is always um, a separate set of equipment to the comp equipment for warming up. Yeah, well, specificity is king, right? So, I mean, you can do military press until the cows come home, but you want to still get a log overhead yeah, if you're exactly doing log press. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And sometimes, you know, I've had comps where I've got a resistance band and that's pretty much what I'm using before I warm up on a log and suddenly I've got to go and press a massive log and it's like, all I've really done is some rotator cuff work and hoping that I don't blow anything. So. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, that's good. Is there anything else you guys wanted to... Actually, I've got a question. The ASI, so the Australia's Strongest into Invitational. Yep. How is that... Because um, they're, they're running that in, in at the same time as the in, Invitational Pro. Yeah. Right? Yep. So what is that comp then for people that um, are watching? So that's... Um, and how is it different from just Australia's Strongest Man and Woman? So basically what they've done is they've got... We've got... Um, it's taken over from the Arnolds. 
right. basically. So I think um, the Arnolds went away like a year ago, two years yeah. ago. Uh, had they even done one since the, since COVID hit in 2020? No, no. no. it's coming back, uh, but I don't know about Australia's side, but okay. it's coming back for uh, America at least. So All right. basically what's happened is Mason's picked that up since that's been there. He's taken it out to the compound um, in Castlemaine in Victoria. Yep. Um, I believe there's, I think it's 15 categories throughout the two days um, and 200 athletes. So they've got Friday afternoon, Friday night, which is the showdown, I think it is. I'll probably get this all wrong, but they've got like the novice lady or maybe the pro ladies on the Friday night. Then they've got the intermediate guys and ladies on the Saturday afternoon. And then they've got the pro event on the Saturday night. Right. So I think that's how it's going to be be run. Um, and that's more of a showcase where we can get some Australian athletes against people, the be, you know, from the UK, yeah, from the US. Yeah. I know that I think um, Nadia Stowers potentially or Donna Moore is coming yeah, across yeah, for, for this one, yeah, right? Yeah. So okay. they've got a lot, of, uh, a lot of good girls coming across. They've got a lot of guys. I think uh, Mitchell Hooper is one of their main guys that they've got coming across for it as well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's basically it's a, a chance for the amateur athletes that have qualified to go there and compete and then see these guys compete as well. So yeah, I feel like if they're putting on a pro show, they're going to you know to fill out um, the numbers to to make it a big thing. You might as well put on another another category as well. So having yeah. that ability to have that um, you know the pros and the amateurs still pretty damn heavy but the amateur yeah. side of that as well right um, and then it keeps asm separate from that so that there can still be that you know competition focused on and crowned for right Australia's strongest. okay that's good because i do know they used to run australia stronger sometimes in conjunction with the pro shows at arnold yeah, yeah. but yeah sort of side no, by side at least it's, you know. it's both different this time yeah so, yeah, yeah um australia's strongest man is and woman is going to be later on in the year um he's talking about uh, but yeah the uh, asi is obviously january it's over two days so yeah 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 exciting yeah. cool was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on about how things are going to be changing uh, no not that i can think of i think you've uh, asked I think, plenty, yeah. plenty of good got questions got through a fair few of them <laughs> i got yeah. a few i got a couple more questions but first question is uh, you both competed right or still competing favorite event and most hated event and why <laughs> um i hate heavy things <laughs> oh come on now! <laughs> no, nah, something. I'm a bit more of a movement kind of guy, so um, uh, I don't like uh, super heavy yokes um, and super heavy squats. Okay, um, but I like stones, throws, farmers, sandbags. You know, the more the more things were. Sounds like of, you need to put the kilt on, mate. This uh, sounds yeah, like very Highlandish. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm heading over to to Scotland in July and going to try and pick up them dirty dinnies. Oh, the so, dinny stones. Yeah, yeah right. Training for that at the moment. What so. um what weight are the dinny stones for those listening? I think it's 188 front stone and 144 on the rear stone. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, we're getting close. We're getting All right. Close. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, you just been be... like putting a handle on like a pair of duck walk. I've got Cerberus uh, dinny simulators. Oh wow. So okay. Like a, I didn't realize it was a thing. With the ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cerberus has made those, so they're. Same, the same heights for Denny's, same size ring, but you plate load them. So okay. it's different, but it's probably as close as you're going to get. Yeah, so. cool. Yeah, I like that kind of weird uh, I think I've seen some people training just with like a, you know, standing on the duck, two duck walk two duck with, with handles yeah, 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 between yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. All right, what about yourself? Mine has got to be least favorite, definitely the log. Definitely the log? Definitely the log. My I'm man. The log. <laughs> I can 
yeah, it can get thrown away anytime. Yeah. Um, but I love stones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, stones are if you could give me stones Good every stones. day of the week, <laughs> I would uh, do that. All right. What's the week. what's the what's your best stone to date? Um one seventy five. Ooh, nice. Um, to one point two. So okay. bad for a forty three year old uh, That's great. Lightweight heavy, something like that you want to <laughs> yeah. call it. Um but I do like the I like the natural stone lifting. Yeah. Um yeah. It's uh, one of my favorites and I do like yolk as well. It's a bit of a yeah. strange one. Oh, there you go. See, uh, we, we're kindred spirits because yeah. anything <laughs> overhead, I'm just not a no, fan. No, you know? no. <laughs> and, uh, but, but yeah, just load me up with a crushing weight on my shoulders and send me for a walk and I, that's all right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yolk, yeah. Okay. yolk, yeah, yolk yeah. I'll, I'll yolk all day. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. I just like the weird stuff. Give me anything that's like, <laughs> give me anything you can't really train for and I'll, I'll give you a good run at it. Yeah, but, I think it was always, um, that's probably Dan Macri's, um has crafted me, molded me over time. I used to train. So before Dan, we used, when I first met Dan back in 2000 and, Two thousand and eight at uni, we're doing sports yeah. science, yep. and I had heard um, these guys behind me talking about what weights they were doing, and it was like something obscene. And I was like, "These guys are full of shit." I turn around <laughs> and I see uh, Big Dan Mac. I was like, "Oh my god, maybe he can lift this weight." So I introduced myself after the lecture. And I was like, "Hey, well, I ever heard you talking about these weights you were doing?" He's like, "Yeah, a little bit of powerlifting and strongman." He asked me what I lift. He's like, "That's all right. Do you want to come to my house and train?" I'm like. All right, like it was That's just good. like you know, yeah. like uh, we went out at that time. He was um, training from his house in Applecross, his parents' house in Applecross. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eventually, there was too many noise complaints from the neighbors. Um, he got tossed out of there and had to move all his equipment to Muscle Pit um, yeah. before moving down south. Then, so um, yeah, yeah, we used to train at his place, and um, he, he he used to love taking the yoke. He still does. He's the yeah, yoke yeah. man. Yeah. And I think just for a couple of years there, he just sort of crushed me under just yokes <laughs> that were way too heavy for what I should have been doing. Yeah. So any, any comps I did under Macri's reign was um, it was always like, look at the events. You go, oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Oh, the yoke. Okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. is that so damn heavy? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, damn you, Macri. Yeah. yeah so maybe Unless he just went to high it. school with Dan Macri. Oh, did you? So, yeah. I'm two years younger, but I remember all through like high school assemblies, you would just hear, oh, and uh, another state record in powerlifting for Daniel Macri. And Daniel like, Macri. That guy's massive. And yeah. then a couple of years after, high school you know oh okay yeah he's yeah. running strong man makes sense yeah, yeah. makes sense yeah. oh good well i think thanks for coming on guys i think that was really good um definitely dropped a bit of information about how things are going to be changing um and at least trialing out moving forward over the next year 2023 should be a yeah. pretty interesting yeah, one it should be good yeah um yeah no great i can't wait to come down and um, check out some of these comps yeah we could yeah <laughs> hopefully good. you have a good chat with mason and he can fill in some of the gaps that we yeah know, yeah um, i think um that's i mean you guys covered pretty much everything yeah. but i still want to yeah get, get him on and have a chat with him about yeah, you know, yeah. sort of his i guess process of you know how he came to be with you know australia's strongest and everything like that yeah, but um yeah. yeah no i think this was great guys thanks so much yeah. for coming on thanks thanks for having us. Having us. yeah no, i hope you guys uh, all enjoyed watching and listening to that one um any questions leave them in the comments and uh, we might have to do a follow-up video uh, or an update video <laughs> during uh, 2023 and see how yeah. this uh, whole system is working yeah sounds, sounds good. good perfect awesome guys thanks very much thanks and we'll see you all next time